Ultra. Hello and welcome back to Rocky Minute. We are the daily podcast that covers the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. And with us for one last day is our friend Scott Corelli. Scott, welcome. Uh, this has been a lot of fun, guys. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Yeah, absolutely. I have a Rocky Minute? Are you kidding me? Of course. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't done before we, we got our hands on it. I am too, honestly. Uh, but I'm I'm excited. I'm I you know, this is this was definitely on my wish list for a while of movies that I hoped uh would happen would oh, nice. yeah, happen in this format. So Awesome. Well I hope there's enough people out there that uh feel as strongly enough about it to check us out. I think so. Here's the hoping. <laughs> <laughs> So today we're uh, we're knocking out minute ten, which starts with Rocky looking at a picture on the mirror, and it ends with Rocky sitting on the bed holding something to his head. So we got the mirror. The mirror is uh, full of real Sylvester Stallone photographs, family photos, and stuff when he was a kid. Why? Um, Why is yeah, well, the, there's like seven photos, and they're all like the upper left corner is a. It looks like it might have been a high school picture of his, like a graduation picture, because it's quite obviously Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Um, below that is, uh, that's the football picture that I was saying. Um, maybe that trophy is from. And below that is, uh, is his third grade picture. That's the one that, that he pulls off the mirror in a, in a moment. Um, there's another picture below that that I can't tell what, no, what it is. It's too hard to see what that yeah, is. I even want, looked at it on TV and I couldn't like make it out. It's just too blurry. Um, the upper right corner of the mirror, there's a, a patch um, it says Keystone Conference Champs, probably a school patch. Um, below that is uh, Sylvester Stallone long jumping. And that's actually him doing a, yeah. Those hurdles. Um, I, I watched the uh, commentary for this part on, with the movie, and it, it says it was long jump or broad jump, one of those things. Hmm. Below that, it's like a, a, a kid and an older man, probably maybe him and his father. And these are his parents to the right, right? To the right is a family photo of his mom and dad um, with that sword sticking out of the, <laughs> of the table. Yeah, they uh, they zoom in on, onto that, that third grade picture of him and he pulls it off the mirror. And this this is like, it's a heavy scene because he's mm-hmm. he pulls it off and he's just looking at the picture. But he's, he's staring at it for, for, I'm watching it now, he stares at it for, for 12 seconds before he takes it off the mirror. Yeah. Like they're really making... A lot of this picture because it, what he does is like he looks back and forth from the picture to himself in the mirror he does that like three times mm-hmm. it's it's like he's wondering how he went from that innocent face kid to the to the beat up pile of meat that's that's standing in front of the mirror mm-hmm. it's really heavy it is and it 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 uh it just instantly deflates him uh because you know he was feeling like the champ uh just a second ago and right and uh, looking at this uh, picture of himself as a kid, and then look seeing that picture of his parents, and I think he's just like, "Is this what they? Is this what they wanted me to be? You know, is this what they were hoping from this kid uh, that I'd be living in squalor and uh, with a using a knife as a hat rack and <laughs> get my face beat in for forty dollars? Is this what they'd hoped?" 
it's it's a big big time him coming back down to earth. Mm-hmm. 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 But what's weird is when you when you do the this minute movie format, one of the things is when you're watching this movie in a movie theater or home or whatever, and this thing passes by, you probably think like this is just like a filler, like well look mm-hmm. at the picture in the mirror, but they they spend over 30 seconds on this picture. So when you're breaking it down, you're looking at like, you're talking about like we're at minute 10, like half of this minute is this picture. Like why, you know, they focus a lot of attention onto it. Yeah. And, and you're right that it's, it's kind of like, um, he's coming off his high and, mm-hmm. and this is what, what triggers his, right. His low feeling that, that he feels at the end of the minute. And it completely changes. Like he goes from like skipping down the street, talking to the turtles, you know, throwing air punches of the thing to like, you know, from this point on is like deflated. Like it just took like all the wind out of his sails. I think there's a couple of things going on here. Uh, Cause I think I, cause I remember the first time I saw this movie, I was just like, who has pictures of themselves <laughs> <laughs> just like up on their mirror? Like, like I, you know, I, it, it makes sense if you're, you know, if you're like married or something. And so like, they're not really your pictures, they're your wife's pictures or whatever of you, you know, like that, that, then that makes sense. But like, I don't know anyone who just has pictures of themselves as a kid or as a, in high school, like a yearbook picture, just like up on their walls when they're living on their own. That seems like a weird thing to do. And uh, so I think what's happening here is I think this is part of Rocky's ritual of remembering where he came from so that he doesn't get a big head. I think this is about him, uh, you know, getting his humility. Like, don't forget, like, don't forget you were this kid. Now you're just a hunk of meat. Like, don't get a big head. You know, like you're not, you're not that. And so it, it's sort of, um, it's, it, it puts him in direct juxtaposition to Creed, who is the exact opposite. Right. Mm -hmm. Big and flashy. Yeah. He's big and flashy and confident and, you know, Rocky's trying to be humble. And so like, even when he comes out of this fight and, you know, he's feeling like a champ and he's, you know, going down the street and he likes that feeling. He always is going to look in the mirror and see this picture of himself as a kid or in high school and look at himself now and be able to come back down to earth and remember that, like, you know, this is this is pain. You know, you what 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 you're going through, like, you know, be humble because, you know, you're not you're you're not a champ. You know, like you're, you're not a champ. You need, you've got a lot of work to do. You're not there yet. You know, remember where you came from. And it, it's just like, it's a lot of stuff to just sort of, it feels like part of his routine, his, his post fight routine to like bring him back to earth. Yeah. I mean, I would believe that's why he has the pictures up there, but after he does that thing with the turtle food in the last minute, it's almost like that picture kind of caught his eye, you know, by chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe maybe he does do it every day, and maybe he's just so punch drunk that he forgot he did it yesterday. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, just the the way he was looking back and forth between himself. Maybe it's like every time he does it, he's just a little more worn down in real life, a little more beaten up in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's shocking each time he does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? I, I I love I love how heavy it feels though. Yeah, yeah, it changes the whole the whole tune tune of the scene yeah you can feel him getting more and more depressed and it, it makes this feel like a independent film 
And, and I mean, it was, uh, it was a very, you know, very low rent movie, but, uh, you know, independent film was not really a thing at the time, but like, this is as a, is an independent as it got back then. And it, it just, it feels like the movie itself feels like an underdog in this moment. Like the way that they're doing all this without any coverage because they can't afford to waste the time on it. Um, you know, they're just doing it in a one shot thing. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like, you know, let's, let's, let's just, let's get this, let's get this done. Like, let's, let's frame this in such a way that we can tell this story that we're telling in this scene in one shot so that we don't have to set up again and we can get out of this lady's apartment before we have to pay her another $50. I also feel too, um, I keep trying to think about how they make movies today and a scene like that where he's looking back and forth, I feel like there would be like a swell of sad music to kind of like tell the audience that something emotional is, is happening right here because I don't know how many times I watched this movie and I never really focused on that, that he's looking back and forth between him now and his third grade self. Mm-hmm. But it's it seems like something that they would try to draw your attention to now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being hard on movies today, but. I think it probably depends on the director. But I think I think in a lot of cases, I think you're probably right. Um, I also wonder if another part of what's happening here is that he's looking at this picture of himself in the third grade or whatever. And just thinking, would this kid be proud of this guy? Like, yeah. yeah. You know, like he's looking at, he's just like looking at, you know, the picture. And then he's just sort of like inspecting himself when he comes back and meets his own eyes, his own reflection, you know? And it really seems like he is just wondering, like, is this, is this what I wanted to be? Is this, is this good enough? No, no, I'm a, I'm a piece of garbage. And, and then he's like, I've, and then he kind of like sulks away from the mirror. Uh, I'm not a champ. I'm, 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 I'm garbage. I'm like all this other junk I've got in this apartment. I'm worthless. Well, it's, it's, you know, funny you talk about the garbage in the apartment because of the way. So when he, he walks away from the mirror, you, you get a better look at like the shape of his apartment, at least in that section of it. Because he goes over to the fridge and you see how filthy the walls are mm-hmm. and how, how how small that the apartment is. Like, what was it? Three steps from the mirror to the fridge. Mm-hmm. You know, it probably stinks. Like he says later on that it stinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stallone said that this apartment reminded him of his place when, when he first came to New York and was living on, on nothing. But he said his apartment in New York was actually smaller than this one. I believe that. How, right. Fridges. Yeah. It's just the filthy place. Mm-hmm. So he pulls out a nice tray and knocks off a few ice cubes into his hand. You know, one falls on the ground. One kind of falls on top of the thing. And some water leaks out of the yeah, ice cube tray. <laughs> but water was leaking up between his fingers, like on the floor. He doesn't clean that up, right? Doesn't clean anything up. Leaves those cubes to melt. He's just... Now, now he's in full full depression mode. Man, you know you're poor when you can't afford to wrap the ice in anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to hold in your bare fist. And how, yeah. how small is this bed, man? Oh, my God. This doesn't even look yeah. like a twin bed. Mm-mm. Right. It looks like one of those. Um, like he barely fits on it. Yeah. I know he's a big guy, but. Like not, not, not quite a futon. What, a day bed? Is that, is that what know. they call those yeah, things? Yeah, I think, I think that's what that's called. Yeah. Because the idea is like the idea of a day bed, right, is that you can kind of use it as a sofa too. Yeah, of. it's multifunctional. Yeah. Right. I think it's definitely one of those. Yeah. 
you know, he sits on the bed and we, we still hear that cool and the gang playing in the background. And it's, it's the, the music is prevalent now. You could, if you didn't notice it before, you're definitely hearing it now. And it's just like slow and steady as he just wallows in his depression. I, th- I feel like this, this is like, this is rock bottom, but it's a rock bottom that he goes through almost daily. Yes, absolutely. And definitely yep. after a fight, like you, you, you saw him, you go, you fight, you're walking back, you pass the guy singing on the corner, you're skipping, you're happy, you get back to your apartment, and now like reality sets in that like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just me, lonely in this apartment, I got nothing, I can't even have a, a paper towel to wrap my ice cubes in, and like mm-hmm. he really, probably every day this probably happens to him. Mm-hmm. The adrenaline's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And the pain too, because I mean, even though he's a fighter and he's inflicting pain on other people he's still receiving it so i'm sure he's starting to feel that cut on his head and his his hands are probably throbbing yeah, yeah this is this is heavy yeah. you really you really feel it you feel what rocky's feeling right now but i think this is all stuff that when you watch the movie if you're not really paying attention to it you're gonna miss you know like mm-hmm. you're probably not even gonna notice the picture of the kid the ice like it's just like we're, we're noticing it we're analyzing now we're talking about it but I, I think we just covered you know five minutes of the movie and there's so far, there's hardly been any dialogue, mm-hmm. almost none. You got some music. We're not talk. We're not even talking soundtrack. You know, you got the the singers, and then you got Cool and the Gang. But th- it's just like these minutes are are so full of emotion. You know, things that you're you're feeling. It's visceral. You're feeling what Rocky's feeling. Right. I'm like a little depressed right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't know what's happened. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're not supposed to wallow in this moment the way that we are in this format, but right. Um, but it's still, I mean, uh, everything that we're talking about. I mean, that's the sort of thing that you know the director and Stallone would have been talking about before they shot it. You know, like this is the reason for this. This is what he's thinking here because he's got to be able to play all that on his face, you know, and in his body language and. You know, they got to be able to pick it up on the camera and, you know, all of that is what's talked about. Like, you know, when you when you watch a movie as a whole, it's really easy to just sort of like absorb it and just kind of like let it happen and wash over you and be over and kind of think about it as as a as a forest and what we're doing in this format is looking at each individual tree and figuring out, you know, what is it about this tree that makes the forest that we like so much? Um, and that's how you make movies. And, and it's easy to f- forget and just assume that like, yeah, I mean, the people that made this, like, yeah, they, you know, they just did this thing, you know, whatever. Okay, well, why did they do this thing? Because, you know, the reason everything in a movie is done for a reason, like it's not, it doesn't happen by accident. You know, even if something happens on accident on the day, the fact that it ended up in the movie isn't an accident. Like they could have chosen not to put in the accident into the movie. You know, they could have, they could have done something else and put that into the movie instead. Like whether it's like an ad lib or whatever. Um, But they chose to put that thing in. And so it's on purpose that they made that decision. Everything in a movie, nothing happens on accident. And, and so the thing that I love about this format is just trying to figure out like what all of these decisions were, where did they come from? Because even a commentary moves by fast enough that, you know, they'll be talking about something and, and you'll be 10 minutes in before they start talking about something else. Right. Yeah. You just pass by 10 minutes of stuff that they didn't even talk about. Yeah. I don't think I even realized how much I liked that scene until I covered it this way. Mm Mm-hmm. 
it's it, I feel like it scenes like that that make Oscar winners because it's because you're you're conveying so much with, with like I said with no dialogue there's there was nothing else going on except Rocky and the photograph in that moment and like it said so much mm-hmm. absolutely just everything in this tells you a story about who this guy is you know yeah. including like we were talking about earlier he talks to Graves and like look at that right above uh, right above his bed over there you got a crucifix you know he's a uh, he's a good little Catholic boy. This Rocky, you know, so I mean, you know, that's it's it's all part of that about that thing. So right away you see that that that, you know, that crucifix and you you're like, okay, so this is a guy who does know humility to a certain extent. And and that's all this movie is about, really. And, And the thing about this scene in particular of him just being like, what am I doing? And just like reality setting in of like you're chasing this dream, but you're not getting anywhere. And, and it really feels like this, this movie, all this is, is that feeling, you know, the thing where, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to be a, a filmmaker and I have been trying to do it for a while. And the thing that you always hear from like writers or actors or directors is that there always comes a moment when you're standing on the train tracks and the train is barreling towards you. And if you get off the tracks, you're not going to make it. You're not going to, you're not going to be a director. You're not going to be an actor because you got off the tracks. You went and got a real job. You stopped facing down your dream or the, the fear of getting run over by your dream. And I think that's what this moment is for Rocky. And what this movie is kind of about is this is a guy who's about to give up on his dream to a certain extent. I mean, that's kind of what the beginning of act two is before he starts, he gets the offer and, you know, starts trying to second guess like, ah, maybe I won't give up on the dream. Maybe I'll give it one last shot. Yeah, I think um, Mickey also plays into him wanting to give up too. He throws him out of his locker. He tells him he should retire. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's probably his, his lowest point. That this whole movie, this whole movie is a metaphor for Sylvester Stallone trying to become an actor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 all this is. He wrote a movie about trying to be an actor, but wrote it about a boxer instead of an actor. Right. We we mentioned um, earlier on that the way Rocky is living is the way Sylvester Stallone was living. He right. had to sell his dog for twenty bucks or two hundred. What what was it? I remember it was. it was something stupid. Like he sold his dog, you know, just to just to eat right. because he couldn't afford to feed his dog. So I mean, like that's if that's not rock bottom, I don't know what is. So, Scott, why don't you, for one last time, tell the folks where uh, we can find you. Uh, DuelingGenre.com is uh, my production company and podcast network. Uh, if you go there, you can uh, not only uh, see all the, uh, the podcasts that I host and the, and the podcasts that are on the network um, as well. There's always, I mean, there's, there's going to be something there that you're interested in. I host, I hosted Back to the Future Minute uh, I, I host Spider-Man Minute, but that's on hiatus currently. Um, uh, and then uh, we'll be back like next year to start uh, covering Spider-Man 2. And I'm doing the Cornetto uh, trilogy with my co-host Nick Jimenez. Uh, he's also my writing partner. And together we do Geek by Night, which is like a, an original series on the on the on the network so you can check that out as well uh and if you want to see me uh behind the camera uh, my three short films are also on the website i've got uh 
got three short films that I, I uh, wrote and directed on the, on the site. So you can check those out as well. If that's something you're interested in, you know, I never, um, I never listened to radio drama before, but from you guys advertising geek by night, I was like, let me give it a shot. And one episode to the next, you had me hooked. I couldn't, uh, I wasn't you. How long were you, were you guys going in between episodes? Cause I binge listened all at one time. Uh, the first, the first eight episodes all came out, uh, two weeks apart. And then, uh, and then, and then it's kind of slowed down since then as we're, as we like other things keep coming up and, um, we should have had more episodes in the can before we started releasing, no. but, uh, well, um, we were, you know, less, a lesson for season two. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I binge listened over the course of, of maybe four or five work days and, uh, I couldn't imagine waiting weeks in between episodes cause you, you kind of left at the end of every episode left the listener wanting more. Oh, that's, well, that's good to hear. Yeah, no, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I can't thank you enough for for coming on and helping us out in the early stages of the production of this. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have done it without you. Well, I wouldn't have missed it. Uh, It's definitely it's one of my favorite film franchises ever. Um, So I'm uh, I'm I am so excited to be here. Would you be willing to come on for Rocky too? Oh God, yes, of course. Favorite. (laughs) Yeah, it's my favorite one. All right. All right, man. Well, again, thanks. And, uh, you know, for everybody else, come join us next week and uh, find out what Rock Bottom is like. Because <laughs> Rocky is there. Again, thank you. And thank you. Uh, we'll see everybody next week on the next Rocky Minute.